Hello and welcome to Ode to Games. I'm Kevin Valine, joined alongside Logan Plant. How you doing, Logan? I'm doing well, Kev. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. We're also joined by Zach Ross. How you doing, Zach? I'm doing amazing. Now, let's get the elephant out of the room. Elephant, literally, this thing is a beast. <laughs> literally. If you're watching the yeah. video version of this podcast, which you can find on our YouTube channel, Ode to Games, you'll see that Logan is showing off the PS5. And why don't we start there, Logan? You've had the PS5 for a day now, been able to play some of the games that have come out for it, as well as a, as well as Monster Hunter, which is a PS4 title. What are your thoughts on the PS5 and this game so far? Yeah, so as we're recording this, I've had the PS5 for about 12 hours, and I had a really great first day with it. I really enjoyed my time with it so far. Um, so yeah, it shipped through Amazon. I was waiting all morning. It showed up early afternoon unpacked it and it is as big as advertised this thing is huge it is a monolith compared to my other consoles which which we knew but seeing it in person it it really brings that home however i will say i think through all the marketing i haven't been super sold on the design i liked it at first i've gone back and forth a little bit over the last couple months but in person i do actually really like it and and think it fits well um in the space that i have it in so yeah i'm, I'm a fan of the design i like that uh, setup was really pretty easy. Um, plug it in, sign into your PSN account, let it do a big update, and then you go to your games library and everything that is in your library on PS4 is just there. You can download it there. Uh, something that's a little harder to find, which was something I noticed at first in the whole transfer process, was finding your cloud saves is more difficult on PS5 than it is on PS4, because on PS4 you can just hit the options menu and then it pops up as an option on your home screen, but you have to dig into the settings to find all your cloud saves on PS5, which I, I kind of hope that they change and bring back to uh, each game's little icon on the home screen, but uh, other than that, the transfer process was really easy. You have a few different options. You can do Wi-Fi transfer with your PS4. You can do external storage, but I don't have any external storage on my PS4, so I couldn't do that one. Uh, or you can just re-download the games. So I, first thing I did, I re-downloaded Monster Hunter World because it's part of the PS Plus collection. Uh, so I downloaded that. I downloaded Ghost of Tsushima. The downloads are incredibly faster than on PlayStation <laughs> 4. Oh my goodness. The, the SSD makes an enormous difference. I mean, you guys know you download a game and then it takes an hour maybe more to copy sometimes if it's a if it's a full download this the copying is basically non-existent it's just that main first bulk download time and then you're good to go and that is just a phenomenal change because i was playing astrobot while ghost of tsushima and monster hunter were downloading and they were both done really quick and i was i was just really surprised by how fast it was and that that kind of carries over the whole system as a whole it's just really snappy, really quick, load times are as fast as advertised, download times are fast, it's just a really, really fast experience, which is what we've been hearing, which is what they've been saying, so it's good that it's delivering on that. Nice, yeah. Able to get everything over really quickly and easily, that's mm -hmm. that's nice, that's one of, the, one of the things that they've seemingly touted for both of these new consoles, that yeah. it's just the one ecosystem, so it's mm -hmm. glad that that works as advertised. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I will say though, my hard drive's filling up definitely uh it yeah, is yeah. half full after day one uh but that That's was not ideal that was bringing over a lot of ps4 stuff 
I brought over Monster Hunter. I brought over Ghost, Fall Guys, Yakuza 0, because I do want to play that now that I have my PS5. I've been wanting to boot that up. And then I also downloaded the Crash and Sane trilogy from the PS Plus collection. And then I've installed Spider-Man, Sackboy, Snacks, Astrobot's already there. So nine games, and I'm about halfway full at this point. So it's... Uh, Yeah, none of those are particularly large games. I think probably Ghost of Tsushima and Yakuza 0 are probably the biggest out of all of those. Mm-hmm. And Monster Hunter's pretty big with Iceborne. Uh, it's pretty large. Oh, oh yeah, all, yeah. The, all the extra updates and things. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll, that'll take some extra space for sure. Yeah, but... One of my other first impressions was it really leads you to that PS Plus collection menu if you're a PS Plus member. And, man, I own a significant amount of the games that are in there, but I just can't even imagine people who plugged in their PS5s today having skipped the PS4 or missed a lot of those games. Like, they are going to be busy for a long time. It's a phenomenal library of games. You got... I mean, Last of Us is in there. God of War is in there. Joseph St. Cloud, Days Gone is in there. Oh, there's <laughs> there's oh, a lot of good stuff. So that was really cool. And I added all 20 whatever games to my library. So I do have them uh, in case they ever like rotate in and out. They're in my library now. So that's a really cool feature too for people just hopping onto the PS5. I was really impressed by that today also. It just shows how good of a library the PS4 had. Yeah. That it has the ability mm-hmm. to just have this massive library and i'm sure it's still missing some of the titles yeah like that that's a testament to how good the ps4 was in terms of its game library absolutely so that that was really cool um i'm excited to play crash at some point i played monster hunter like you said it looks good it looks far better than it did on my ps4 pro um which is cool and the load times times, i assume (laughs) oh my gosh you were you even noticed it zach you noticed when i joined a mission i was ready to depart almost instantly in Monster Hunter yep. World, it is so fast, and yeah, like I guess I'll I can jump into the, some of the PS5 games I played. Now I played Astro first, and again the load times between areas are basically non-existent. You step into the portal to go into the first level, and it's just like this cool, like really brief transition screen, like almost like hyperspace in Star Wars of what it looks like, and then boom, you're right there. The whole level is loaded instantaneously, like. I think it's going to be hard to go back after, like, you guys get a PS5 in a year. We all play the PS5 for a couple years. We go back to old games, and we're like, man, this is... It's going to feel long, I think, in a couple years once once the PS5 becomes the new <laughs> yeah, normal. It already, it already feels bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn, I think we talked about that last week. That game takes minutes to load when you die, and this thing is just going to erase probably most, or if not all of that, so... That's that's been really impressive so far too. It's just I'm excited to play Horizon Zero Dawn two on my PlayStation four. Four oh my <laughs> that thing is gonna crash and burn. Yeah. Well, they said that's coming out the set. My PlayStation. It's coming out the second half of next year, so we'll see. We'll see if you. God, if if the PS four. Oh, even if I have that. a PS five, I'm just gonna get it on PS four. Yeah, yeah. Just to see how that thing runs. I mean, like morbid curiosity to see how those things run. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. on ps4 as compared to ps5 i mean we'll see that uh with with miles morales when zach ends up picking up his copy for ps4 mm-hmm. we can, can compare a little bit and see how different the performance is especially in terms of loading times for the yeah. ps4 and ps5 versions mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's kind of been my main takeaway from the console as a whole i think today is just it's living up to what it said it would do it's really fast it 
like the last generational leap was from Wii U to Switch for me, and that felt like an enormous leap just from a hardware Wii U standpoint. To yeah, isn't aren't aren't they comparable? No, I'm not from like a technical standpoint, but from just oh. from the hardware and the UI. Okay. The Wii U takes like two minutes okay, to get yeah. to the home screen. The Switch, you put okay. it in sleep mode, boom, right. you're right there. I remember playing Breath of the Wild on the first night, and you just you take a break to go have dinner, you come back, boom, you pick up right where you left off. That felt like next gen at the time, even though the hardware itself is comparable. And this doesn't this feels like a seismic shift in terms of performance and load times, but I almost appreciate it. Like, the UI and stuff is very similar to the PS4, so it did feel familiar, and it's easy to kind of drag and drop your stuff over. So in some ways, it feels like not as big of a generational leap as ones in the past have, but in other ways, it feels like a huge leap. So, yeah, it's, it's been interesting so far. I'm curious to see kind of how it settles in, I guess. Yeah. Man, the loading loading times, I'm definitely looking forward to that. No, yeah. Like, playing... Final Fantasy VII Remake, and some of the some of the loading screens in that were not great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I died, the loading screens could take a little while, so I'm excited to play games where I just don't have to worry about that, and I can just like yeah, hop right I, back I in if I died actually, or I never actually like that. died in that game, so I didn't know. Yeah. Okay, well, humble brag, cool. <laughs> Zach's man. a pro. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, d- that that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 that with the PS4. It's really cool. I haven't used the cards. I didn't think I was gonna like them. I don't. I don't like the cards very much that tell you, oh, you're fifty percent of the way to this achievement. Oh yeah. Yeah, I haven't really been using those. Are so. those so are those trophies or are those in game stuff? Um, so far for me, they've just been trophies. Uh, I've only checked a few times, okay. but throughout, I played Sackboy for about two hours. Throughout those two hours, I, I checked occasionally, and it was it was just trophies. Like, oh, you. Okay. But what's really nice is that the trophies update you with progress now, which is a phenomenal change for people who care about that. Instead of just like, yeah, instead of just like, yeah, you need to get 50 kills with this. And you're just like, I have no idea. (laughs) I could be one away or I could be 40 away. Exactly. So that's, that's a really nice change. Um, I like how there's one really cool thing. It doesn't have quick resume like the Xbox has where you can have kind of multiple games suspended at once and then just hop right back into one. But what do, it does have is called the switcher, I think. And if you just hit the PlayStation button and that little dashboard pops up uh, overlaying on your game, you can just go to the switcher and it's like, Oh, recent games you played. It's like Spider-Man monster hunter. I tap monster hunter. It instantly closes the sack boy pops up monster hunter and I'm in, in less than a minute. So that's that's a really cool change too. Mostly for digital games, obviously, since you still have to physically get up and change the disc if you're trying to do yeah. that with a physical game. But it, it was pretty cool, and it's just really snappy. The thing uh, made any noise? <laughs> no. Into like base PS4. It and, is really quiet. Uh, the only time it has been audible, I would say, is when it's installing games off the disc. When it was installing Spider-Man, and when it installed Sackboy, I could hear the fan whirring, but that was it. Like when I was actually playing those games, I couldn't hear it. So that's, that's been a big change too. That's apparently why it's so dang tall and so huge is <laughs> so they can keep it cool. And it's, it's worked so far. Yeah. It's been quiet. Where are you putting that? Where, where have you got it set up with its size? Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't able to fit in your entertainment center. No, it does it not. Um, I have an entertainment <laughs> center, which has all my consoles in it. And then there's like a eight inch gap in between that and where the door swings open to. And I have it sitting in that gap. <laughs> yeah. 
it's fine. I mean, it's not at risk of getting kicked or stepped on or anything. I have it. I do have it sitting up like this. Um, so yeah, yeah it's it's yeah, not at risk for anything. Go, seemingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did it's. You I did not. Uh, no, I didn't want to yeah, mess I mean, with it. Seems it seems like extra work if if you mm-hmm. weren't planning to do it. You have to like. I mean, like it's it's not that That's big of a true. deal, but if you weren't planning to use it that way, you just wanted to test it out. It is kind of some work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So should I get in some of the games impressions on the three yeah. games I played? Yeah. Yes, please. Cool. So I I am in love with basically all three games I played. Astro Astros. I'm totally forgetting the name. Playroom. Playroom. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking it's Playroom VR on the PS4. So I'm like, it's not called that, is it? But it is. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, I really, really like the levels. There's four different levels, and each one, you find collectibles and Easter eggs based on the four generations of PlayStation. So there's a PS1, 2, 3, and 4 dedicated level, which is really, really cool. I don't want to get into too many of the the surprises that are in there. I'll just talk about a couple to, to give some examples. Like, there's artifacts to find in each one, and it'll be like, oh, it's the PlayStation Move controller. And then you can like interact oh, okay. with the PlayStation Move controller, zoom in, look at it, and it's it's really neat. And then the other phenomenal Easter eggs, there will be these Astrobot cameramen, and they are filming scenes that are iconic throughout PlayStation history. So, for example, I sent Zach one that I was just freaking out over. It's four monster hunter astrobots with giant weapons strapped on their backs sitting around a campfire on their psps playing an old monster hunter and it's just so cool cool. and you just stumble upon them like basically any iconic playstation game you can think of and not just like first party because monster hunter was there and that's a third party game like any game known for being on playstation is represented in astro's playroom and it is just so cool like i've seen some of our favorite games, Naughty Dog games I've seen in there, older stuff from the PS1 I've seen just recreated in Astrobot fashion. And it is, it's so cool. Uh, and it's, it's just a delight. Like you don't get anything for finding them. You just get enjoyment of like, what is this scene? And then when it clicks, you're like, that is so clever and so smart. And there's a lot I don't, I haven't recognized. Like I see it and I'm like, I don't know what that is. So when I'm done, I'm going to look up a whole list of all of them and see what was that game. Like, I think the Order 1886 was in there. I didn't play that really? game, but I, th- that? I think wow. so. Why? I think so. I'm not positive, but because there's wow. that many. There's so many. They had mustaches and, like, trench coats. It's probably the Order 1886. And if, and if the thing lasted about two seconds, then it was probably the Order 1886. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I really like that. Um, But then the gameplay itself, it's fun. It's these four sandbox worlds. And just like Astrobot Rescue Mission existed to prove how PlayStation VR could work, this does exist to prove the DualSense's existence. It it really shows off everything it can do. From the haptic, haptic feedback to the adaptive triggers to the audio, the speaker they're utilizing a lot more in the game than I, I think any game in the PS4 really did. And I like most of it. Some of it okay. is launch day gimmicks that are going to fade. Absolutely. Got, gotta have it. Yeah. You gotta have at least some of those. Like, it rumbles so much. Every step Captain Astro takes, the controller rumbles. It's like step, 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 step. You feel it in your left hand if he's walking with his left foot. You feel it in your right if he's... Like, every step, it alternates which handle you're feeling the step in. Like, it is that detailed, is how much this thing rumbles. It it rumbles so much that when I pause or put down the controller for a second, my hands are tingling 
because the controller oh. is constantly rumbling in the game. And it's cool. A lot of it is cool. Like, you feel the wind blowing against you. It's like a ripple down the handles. Or you're in the water and you kind of feel the rumble going like a wave throughout the controller. It's pretty cool technology. I don't think... I think it's as incredible as some of the other reviewers seem to think. Like, people out there were saying this is the next-gen tech of next-gen is the dual sense. I don't know if I agree with that. I think it's really cool, but I don't want all this ridiculous rumbling in all of my games going forward. It's cool in Astrobot because it was literally designed around it, but if games were not being as careful with it or as tactful with it, I think it could feel really old really fast. So that's, that's been interesting. That sounds that sounds more interesting than like the PS4 using its touchpad to like swipe yeah. stuff or something. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, Infamous Second Son had that. Yeah. The on-screen um, keyboard used the touchpad to type. So, it yeah. sounds it sounds like a better use of technology than that was. Mm -hmm. It is, for sure. And, like, but, when I played Golden Abyss on the Vita, that's way worse. The stuff they shoehorned in, since that was an early title for the Vita, that's a lot worse. Like, it's cool yeah. on the on the dual sense. I just don't think it's, it's not as game-changing as I kind of was hoping it would be, based on what I was hearing over the last week from people who had the PS5 early. It is cool, though. Like, I, I do like it a lot, and there are some really cool uses. And the way it combines rumble with the speaker specifically to kind of give you these new sensations is is really neat. And it's, it's kind of hard to describe what it does, because it is very different. But the part about the controller I do think is game-changing is the adaptive triggers. They are so cool. Like, how, how well they work. So, for example, in Astrobot, there's one part where you are cl rock climbing, you jump into a robot monkey suit and you're rock climbing this huge cliff. And some rocks are fragile. And so what it'll be is the trigger will stop halfway down and then you have to press really hard to, to climb up further. But if it's one of the rocks that is like almost broken, you have to stop at that point where the tension gets higher to actually be able to, to continue. And it's just a really cool use. Spider-Man does it cool too. Like when you're when you're web slinging around the city, like it gets tenser the further down you pull on the trigger, as if that string okay. your 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 silk is stretching on the building. So I've been very impressed by the triggers. I think like in a game like Deathloop, which is talking about how they're going to use it for every gun, that's going to be really cool. I think shooters are the place where it's going to really shine. Is the adaptive triggers will be super cool for that to make different weapons physically feel different in your hands. I've been a big fan of, of the triggers. Yeah, that, that, that does sound cool, especially with the, with the Spider-Man example, mm -hmm. just these little kind of things to, uh, to heighten that immersion mm -hmm. with the controller and without having you have to move things around again, like the touchpad or using like gyro or something like that it seems like mm -hmm. it's just built in there where you can just use it like a normal controller but it's there and it, it's not intrusive yeah so that's been super cool and then like there's there's one point where like the trigger in astrobot where you have to like hold on like you're like it's the monkey section still you're like gripping the controller and the tr area next to the triggers are vibrating so strongly it's almost like the like in the arcades like there's these games that have rumble and like the guns and it's just super loud and clicky. I don't know if you okay, guys like yeah. know what I'm talking about. It was super clicky rumble in arcades. It feels like that. And the controller is just shaking uncontrollably in your hand and you're gripping and it's like, 
yeah, you're actually gripping that surface as the monkey right now. So that's been the highlight of the dual sense for me is I think the adaptive triggers, I think if used properly, there's a lot of cool uses. And I hope that sticks through this gen because I've been super impressed with that in the two games I've played that have used it. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like a like a good use of uh, of the controller to just heighten that immersion with with little like rumble features and everything. Nintendo had it with the, I forget what they call it. HD uh, rumble. HD rumble, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of the start of that. And now it's just an extension here mm-hmm. with, with all of this. And I like the HD rumble in the Switch. So yeah, uh, that sounds like something I could get behind. Yeah. And then uh, real quick, some impressions on the other two games. Uh, Spider-Man, really like it. Really like the combat. I was I was telling Zach when we were playing Monster Hunter early, my favorite thing about it, I was wondering what they were going to do for this, is so Miles has a new set of powers, kind of utilizing electricity. That's his thing. And that's all your skill tree is based on, to my knowledge so far. It's expanding the new set of powers. And what you start with at the start, as far as your web powers and your aerial combat and everything, is everything you would have had at the end of the original spider-man there's a lot in in the original game maybe not every it's been a couple years since i played it but like at least midway through the skill tree like i had stuff that i'm like i had to pay skill points for this last time and now it's just part of your basic move set so you're not starting from zero with miles you're starting with more generic spider-man moves than you had and spending your skill points unlocking completely new things so i was really happy with how they handled that i guess that kind of makes sense though because if you have to unlock the original skill tree as well as a new skill tree in a game that's shorter than the yeah. original mm-hmm. i don't think that would really work so it would kind of make sense for him to have some of the abilities and if he learned from peter too then you know mm-hmm. then there's yeah an actual story reason uh, yeah. as to why he knows all this stuff but he learned from new peter you know the ugly peter. <laughs> yeah, i'll yeah, get which to one that did he learned from it i'll get to thing. that uh but i i'm a big fan of the game so far i played for about an hour and a half and i'm already like 15 percent through so it's pretty short um but I'm having fun with it. Done a couple side quests. The map is largely the same with a couple new fleshed out areas. They're populating it with tons of stuff to find, just like the first one. Instead of backpacks, of it's time capsules. So like it's it, it functions pretty much the same way. But yeah, I'm, I'm really digging it. Load times are practically non-existent on PS5. Like it is like you fast travel. There's no time for a cutscene on the subway. Like there's <laughs> you're just there instantly. And it's just incredible. Um, but I really like, I'm really liking it. I hadn't played Spider-Man since I beat the DLC, which I was not very fond of. So it was fun to get back into, into that world again. So I'm enjoying that new Peter. I do not like it all. He's in the beginning of the game (laughs) and like Spider-Man in that universe is really tall. And like, for some reason, like it just looks wrong that that face looks so young and I just yeah, can't stand it, it. And he should not be that tall. The voice just doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work at all coming out but of it's the, the new same face. Voice. It is okay. Okay. Yeah. It yeah. just doesn't work. Like it's I feel dissonance going on. Exactly. There. I was just gonna say I feel such a disconnect to what I'm seeing and what I am feeling when I am when I'm watching him speak. I'm like I'm hearing the old guy, and then when Miles is swinging around talking about Peter, the face I'm envisioning in my head is the old one. Because I played that game yeah. for like 30 hours. It's it's weird. It's And it's that thing where if you played the original, it's going to bother you to no end. But if you yeah. didn't play the original and you're playing it on PS5, it doesn't matter at all. And yeah. it's just going to be so weird for the people that didn't play it originally and are just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't see the issue here. And then the people that played it on PS4 are just like, this is 
no. <laughs> yeah, so that that's taken some getting used to, but enjoying that game so far. And then my favorite game of the three to this point is Sackboy, A Big Adventure. I am in love with this game. It is exactly what I wanted it to be, but executed to a better degree than what I thought. It is totally Super Mario 3D World, that multiplayer linear 3D platformer style. I... Every level has been super, super varied. I don't want to spoil it because I thought it was super cool, but there's one level where literally a mainstream pop song is the background and like all the enemies and the background effects and the characters are like choreographing to this song that everybody knows and it's just so wild. And then the next level you're speeding on this train down the rails and you have to like hop off the train to get these collectibles and then get back on the train before it takes off and... Just every level is so different. I'm playing it with my girlfriend, who is also really enjoying it, and it's just it's just phenomenal so far. We beat the entire first world today. I think there's five worlds, and the soundtrack is great. Even the original stuff is amazing. The costumes are super fun. Uh, the platforming feels good. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It is better than I thought it was going to be. How do these games look? Can you notice? Because uh, we're we're talking about the load times. Mm-hmm. Can you can you notice any any differences in, in graphical fidelity playing these? Uh yeah, for sure. The just the reflections in Spider Man are incredible. Like in like buildings. Like remember the yeah like on the buildings when you're climbing them and, and then and, remember uh, the puddle fiasco from the original where people are like the puddles don't look as oh, good yeah. as they they look freaking awesome now the reflections in the they puddles look like what it did in and, that yeah and, and the lighting yeah. in the whole thing is just amazing so lighting was my main thing with Spider Man and I think that has to do with the ray tracing that they have going on and then Sackboy just like the the graphical fidelity on like the little hairs like on the edge of of Sackboy like it's so detailed. And it runs at locked 60 on PS5, uh, and it is just so buttery smooth. Playing a platformer at 60 frames per second is perfect. Um, So yeah, these games definitely look good. Honestly, like when I put monster, when I booted Monster Hunter back up, I'm like, whoa, this already doesn't look as good as what I was playing today. And I have (laughs) always thought that Monster Hunter was a beautiful looking game, and it. Like the colors just aren't as vibrant. It's just not quite as clean anymore. And like, man, I'm already, I'm already getting spoiled by what's going on on PS5. So, and that's from two cross-gen games. So I'm I can't even imagine what like Demon Souls. Dedicated. I haven't seen that running yeah, in person. Souls, yeah. I bet that just looks gorgeous. But yeah, definitely a noticeable graphical upgrade for sure. So yeah, I'm I'm very happy with it so far. Um, I've heard some things about like consoles locking and freezing and glitching so i'm yeah, a little worried about I, well, that I, I saw some people i mean these were these were review co- uh, consoles that they got mm-hmm. but i think i saw two separate people have their review consoles die yeah so uh hopefully that doesn't happen with with the retail ones that are yeah. out in the wild now especially with oh man all the people trying to get them if yours dies and having to go through the rigmarole of trying to get another one or yeah. get that fixed right now mm-hmm. god fingers crossed that that's not a big issue mm-hmm one thing I do appreciate, I mean, obviously it would be horrible if anyone's console does not work that they just got, but when you transfer stuff from the PS4, it stays on the PS4, so that is okay. always a console you can move to another room in the house. Like, like remember, like transferring 3DS to 3DS, it's like removing the soul from your 3DS and yeah. inserting it into a new one. That is a shell. It is worthless. Um, but the my PS4 Pro, like if I wanted to hook it up to the TV in the living room, I could do that and it would have everything on it with the cloud saving. They can talk to each other oh, back yeah. and forth. So 
yeah, if you the PS4 is in position to become a secondary console, not necessarily abandoned. Well, would you so have to re-download nice. your save data if you did it on the PS5, like, or would you be able to pick up where you left off, say, in Monster Hunter, if you played on your PS5 and you moved to your PS4? Would you have the same amount of save data, or would yeah. you have to just yeah, you'd have the same that? because it, you can just back it up to PS Plus and then get grab it and it. If, so for people who have PS Plus, yes, yeah, yeah, it's the easy option. Exactly. So, and I feel like if you're if you're an early adopter of PS5, there's a 99% chance you have PS Plus. So, yeah, yeah, yeah right now, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, really happy with it. But uh, the games I'm playing that I talked about, two out of the three of them, I mean, you guys could play on PS4. So, I mean, there's there's still great stuff coming out there too. But yeah, I've been having fun with it. Excited to to keep messing around with it over the next next weeks. So I guess my final question on it is: It worth the five hundred dollars for the disc version that you have mm-hmm. to get uh, to have this thing on launch. Oh uh, yeah, or around launch. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. I mean, I'm in a little bit of a unique position compared to just a normal average consumer that I want to be able to write and talk about these things on podcasts like this and on websites and things like that. So for that, I'm glad I have it. But I think if I was just if I didn't cover work in games at all, I'd be happy with with the purchase today. I mean. Because I was going to get a PS5 no matter what down the line at some point, right? So right. getting it now and experiencing these quality of life enhancements, it's 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 been really fun to experience them. Astros has been a lot of fun. The PS Plus collection is incredible. So yeah, I'm happy that I picked it up at launch to this point. It's only been a day, but yeah, I think, I think it was worth it. Well, I'm All just right. glad one of us has it, so we have something <laughs> to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, still got all these games that are still coming out on uh, on PS4. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I'm excited for it. And I'm luck, uh, I, I'm just happy. I want to add one more note. I am just really I said it this a couple times. But I'm just really happy with how much it still talks to the PS4 because they're still supporting the PS4. Like Zach and I played Monster Hunter multiplayer today. I was on PS5, he was on PS4, and it was no different for either of us. Like we joined the lobby the same way. Logan's online playing. What uh, it said you were playing Sackboy, and then that mm-hmm. little logo of a PS5 on it. I was like, ooh, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm just Future, really, I'm really happy that they're not just cutting it off because three to four was like a hard cutoff, um, but that was because they were doing new architecture, kind of more PC like, which I think made it so it could be like this, like the four to five, where it is a big upgrade hardware wise, but they still talk to each other, and you can still do everything you could with your friends or alone uh, that you could on the previous hardware. I just think, I just think that's fantastic. Well, that's really important with all of these cross title games mm-hmm. and people, you know, with everything else happening in the world right now, the adoption rate's going to be fluctuating. So mm-hmm. that I think is really important for them to be talking back and forth. Cause mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of people who are still going to be on PS4 for a while, but maybe they have friends that have a PS5 and they still want to play their games yeah together and like like, like that's really important it it does make it more worth it to me i mean if this if this was a hard cutoff no ps4 backwards compatibility the ps5 doesn't look so hot right now but the fact that i can play enhanced versions some some actually enhanced some just enhanced load time wise because of the better hardware like that that does make it more worth it that i have this huge library of games that i can go back to instead of a fresh start um, with not many original games yeah also, good luck to everyone still trying to get PS5s now that now that the launch is here. Man, I've, I've, I've been seeing people online just having horror stories of going yeah. from Walmart to Target to the Sony website and all these places yeah. trying to get uh, trying to get consoles. Good luck to everyone out there who are still trying to get 
get their console it mm-hmm. does not look like fun <laughs> yeah i i do feel very lucky both financially wise in this uncertain year and availability wise that i was able to get get this to be able to talk about it like i do feel i do feel grateful for that so yeah it's it's been tough for a lot of people trying to track this thing down yeah, hopefully hopefully it gets easier over the next couple of months as there's uh more in stock but we'll have to wait and see on that all right do you want to hop on to the other news? What else do we have in news this week, Logan? Yeah, we should. We should hop on to the rest of the news. Uh, I want to talk about Mass Effect, because this had been rumored for a long time, and uh, last week, Mass Effect Legendary Edition was announced for spring 2021. It's coming to c- last-gen, current-gen? <laughs> technically last-gen. Now. I mean, yeah, current-gen is now. Both mm-hmm. the consoles are out. Yeah, so it's coming to last-gen consoles, but we'll have a free upgrade for current-gen PS5 and Series X to take advantage of. I think the name of this is a little weird because when I first saw it, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I'm like, wait, is that just the first game? Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It should have like Mass Effect Trilogy. Yeah. uh, Would be be the easier option, but they're going with that. Legendary Edition for some reason. I had a moment earlier this year where I was like, I want to play Mass Effect. I want to play that trilogy. So I'm really excited for this, actually. I'll probably be picking this up close to when it comes out. I've always heard great things about the games and to be able to play them in one place on a new console, not having to bust out the PS3 or the 360 to do it. That's it's just yeah. good news. Yeah, I'm in a very similar place to where I've always had it in like this little part of my brain that's like, Mass Effect looks pretty good. I've heard some pretty good things yeah. about Mass Effect. Never yeah. once went through the effort of playing it, so this could be good. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I've, I've also been in, in that position as well. Probably the only EA game that I am even slightly interested in <laughs> is yeah. this. Uh, and I've been yeah. hearing about the possibility of a trilogy remaster for so long that I was like, eh, you know, I'll just wait until mm-hmm. that comes out before I pick up the series. Yeah. And it took a while, but I was gonna say it's shocking that it did not. It's shocking it didn't come out on like this this last gen, like before the new consoles came during out. the generation. Yeah, generation. like for mm-hmm. the seven years that these games just weren't playable, like on PS4. When, like, that's kind of crazy. When to did me. Andromeda come out? Twenty twenty. So I was gonna say seventeen. Yeah, around there. 17 okay yeah because there there was enough time in between that and now for for a trilogy to come out on mm-hmm. uh, on uh, what was current gen consoles but yeah better late than ever i guess yeah for sure so that's exciting uh i also want to play dragon age inquisition i own that i bought it it was like yeah, eight dollars and, and i picked it up <laughs> but, I also own that. yeah we'll see have you ever played it i played a little bit of it is it good uh yeah it's pretty good i i didn't get super into it i bought it when it was on sale for like three five dollars <laughs> i mean yeah. it better be good because it won game of the year the game of the year awards when it mm-hmm. came out so yeah i would hope that it's a good game it to be but. fair 2014 was like a it was a pretty lackluster year for games uh mm-hmm. the year that that did win wow. i remember i was hoping that smash wii u was gonna win game of the year and it got second on ign to dragon age and i was like what is this nonsense what is this dragon yeah. age <laughs> yeah but now i own it for nine dollars or whatever yeah the deal yeah but news i think we all expected for a while but cool to get that that mass effect confirmation death loop we mentioned that earlier it's it's getting a may 21st 2021 release date and this is based on the ps5 store actually where it's listed now it's it's pre-order has a sale for what fifty three ninety nine until May twenty first. So that's this new date. Uh, there was a release date trailer that came out. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay, yeah, I watched it. 
Oh, nice. How was of course, it? Of course, Zach is on top of this. this yeah, is, this is his favorite sorry, developer. Of course, he's got to be. Yeah. Got to be on it. What'd you think? What'd you think of the trailer? Uh, oh, it it was like a thirty second trailer. It was just for the release date. It just showed a little bit of the stuff we've already seen, followed by the May twenty first, twenty twenty one release date at the end. Um, okay. But yeah, get get excited. Yeah, and it is going to be sixty bucks. Not seventy bucks, so I'm interested to see how pricing kind of fluctuates as as we get settled into this generation. Seems wildly inconsistent. Yeah, because yeah. what we were talking earlier that that it seemed like at the time that the cross gen games were the cheaper ones, yep. and mm-hmm. then the ones that were made exclusively for next gen, now current gen, would be mm-hmm. the more expensive ones. But that's not it's not the case with this. Deathloop is a is PS5 only, yep. right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's exclusive. So, so I guess that proves that uh, we have no idea and that it's probably exactly. just going to be a case-by-case basis and that there's no yeah. way to, to gleam a, a pattern here. Well, the only $70 games to this point have been sports games, which you can ignore, and first-party Sony games. So they have kind of said, hey, our new games are going to be 70 but like Bethesda, I guess, is just not following suit with that. And Hopefully other people don't. I don't want for, seventy for now, million. For now. We don't <laughs> yeah. we don't know how, how long that'll that'll take. With like uh with the Ubisoft games, those are those are cross, so that makes sense, but you know, you wonder mm-hmm. when we're at the point where Ubisoft is just making PS five and Series X games, if, yeah. if they will bump them up to seventy bucks. We don't know. Yeah. I am going to hold off on buying a seventy dollar game as long as I can. <laughs> until there's one game that you have to get on launch mm-hmm. for, like uh, for 70 right now the only one i would consider is horizon but that's going to be a cross-gen game so we'll see if it's 70 yeah um so that'll be interesting but yeah i'm gonna hold off because i don't i don't want that to be the new normal so i'm doing my part for it to not be <laughs> the new. it's just like until until the sully games come out for yeah 70 dollars. that's exactly okay. what by hold off as long as i can it's like Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, anything from Naughty Dog, Ghost of Tsushima, anything like that, a new Dragon Quest, like that's seventy dollars. I I have to pick it up on launch. See, but but that's the thing; they know that they yeah. can get you with at least some titles, and they're yeah. like, "We may as well." Yeah, mm-hmm. trying to squeeze in the extra ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, by yeah. the way, speaking of oh, Godfall was seventy. That's right. That's not a first party oh, game, yeah. and that game was seventy bucks. Yeah, and that's. Uh, current gen now next gen and pc yes just ps5 and pc yeah but there was some news one cheaper was that the Mm -hmm. yep it's it's ten dollars cheaper for all editions stupid yeah um so dumb and apparently according to reviews kevin's read on that game was right the whole time it's gonna it's gonna look like a bargain bin game for when i'll want to pick it up and play it (laughs) all right (laughs) yeah Made a good call on that. Like, it looks... I think it looks fun, um, but I mean, I'm going to wait to just plow through it with Zach whenever he picks up a PS5. Yeah. I mean, uh, for 10 bucks. from from just what I was able to glean from a couple of reviews, it just sounded like there just wasn't... Uh, the gameplay was fine, but mm-hmm. there just wasn't a whole lot going on there, which is kind of what I felt when I was watching the trailers. I was like, yeah, the, the gameplay looks fun, but I'm not seeing anything else that really catches my eye grabs my attention well, i can see a game like that getting like a late game like a late stage edition like a dlc or yeah bump um later on so yeah. when we do pick it up there might be some more content to go through yeah yeah there is dlc Depending so if if there's gonna be like some complete edition or something like a, that like a like actual dlc like expansion yeah mm-hmm. things yeah okay. the the okay. i believe the special editions i'm not exactly sure but i think like they come with the dlc um, if you if Wait, you buy special editions, cur- there's DLC Oop. currently out. 
No, like it cut. You no, get like, the DLC later down the line if you get the is that, special. Is that missions. Gearbox who does yeah. that? Mm-hmm. They did that with Borderlands as well. If you mm-hmm. picked up the Super Deluxe Edition, you got the season pass with all the DLCs. So that's probably what that is. Yeah, yeah, but seventy dollars games. Like I, I was lucky. The two games, like I, I wasn't really super interested in any seventy dollars games. The two I was most interested in were cross gen titles. Um, which is so, a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I didn't have to go for that, uh, which is which is good. Yeah, but let's move on from that. The Xbox Series X and Series S had the biggest Xbox launch sales ever. And yeah, people seem to be really impressed so far with the Series X. There's just nothing really new to play on the, God, the Series the X thing, at this point. Man, can you imagine if that thing launched with a good Halo game mm-hmm. and like one other title? Yeah. Like, man, that'd be a really enticing with all of the extra features that it has with Game Pass, with the quick resume, with it's just performance for the series x like yeah man if they could just get a couple of exclusives on there that'd be a that'd be a really enticing machine absolutely like yeah right if now, halo had shipped game pass. <laughs> i i don't know if you guys have, have seen i feel like everywhere i go there's like halo is on like pizza boxes and it's on like sodas and it's on so much oh, stuff and yeah like, like ads and stuff yeah uh-huh i think it's even on the xbox series x box i think chief is on the back of it and <laughs> it's like now, but can I get uh, skins through my mobile phone carrier? No, That's I what I need to know. I don't believe that you can. <laughs> All right. AT&T. Yeah. Yes. Your AT&T Master mm-hmm. Chief skin. Yeah, I just keep seeing Cyberpunk on those Rockstar cans that I keep buying. Speaking of games that have just, like, put their put themselves out onto basically every exactly. piece of merchandise, Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> is on everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I, it would I just be the merchandise. The game never actually comes. I out. had to go to Best Buy today. To, I got curbside pickup for my two physical games, which I'll have a quick side note on actually in a second. And they still have like the Cyberpunk November nineteenth or whatever. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah, you're gonna have to take that down before the thing actually happens. I'm just. Uh, I have my games right here. I just don't. I just. It just feels lazy. They're literally PS4 boxes with new inserts. And hey, they just had some extras in the warehouse. They did. They had millions of extras. But here's Sackboy. I just don't think it looks that good. And then on the shelf, uh, yeah, if you're watching the video version, you can see what that looks like. I just, if the case was black, that would be so nice looking because it would match the console white on the outside and then the, the black interior, which both the controller and the console follow. I just think that would have looked way better than... It's just more PS4 boxes. <laughs> but at least they didn't pull the Xbox and put the disc on the other side. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. still bothers me whenever I open yeah. up a Xbox Weird game. Decisions. Just like, why'd they do that? <laughs> yeah, but honestly, both how much I don't really like yeah. the boxes and how quickly you can swap between digital games has made me be like, maybe I'll pick up like games I'm more, I'm not as passionate about, I'll pick up the digital versions of this gen. Like I'm just yeah. leaning more towards that that direction with just how easy they make it to download and play digital games on the PS5. Like, yeah, plus the boxes just are ugly. Maybe that's their strategy. <laughs> hey, let's make a really ugly box to get people to huh. stop buying physical. <laughs> Yeah. Also, it would at least you have the option with the disc drive because the the buy digital and physical. The words are black. Like the logo is black. So shouldn't the case be black too? It's like you just got the random blue in there. And yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I don't like it. (laughs) You wonder if that's that's a thing where they'll pull like a PS3 and change it partway through. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Who knows? Maybe because of like 
the pandemic they couldn't didn't have the resources to devote towards manufacturing all these boxes so they did just use ones that were already made that's very possible yeah yeah because the ps3 had a situation where man those original boxes look hideous <laughs> i hate the look of those especially like on the spine where the ps3 is just like the little yeah. like square oh, in the yeah. corner yeah and the uh and the updated design was better so mm-hmm. maybe they'll pull that what about the end. third updated version Oh god, that was stupid. Where it's for just like the PS games? it's the PS4 box but for PS3. <laughs> yeah, so this what is the was th- that that was for like 3 games. W- Watch Dogs was, was one of them. What I think a sports game was or something. And probably like Black Flag. Ah, uh, something like that. Yeah, those those cross-gen titles at the launch just, of, of that <laughs> generation. <yeah>. Useless. <laughs> yeah, absolutely useless. Uh, okay, anyways, I'm happy to see Xbox doing well. Uh, I mean, they they did so much right leading up to this launch that I think I think it's good that they're seeing kind of the benefits of all their their course correction over literally the entirety of the last generation. Yeah. Yeah, but let's move on. That. One of my favorite games ever. One of Zach's favorite PS4 games. Ghost of Tsushima hits five million copies sold. Is the fastest selling original PS4 exclusive. Whoo! Zach beat it. I want to say I contributed, but I bought it on eBay. Yeah, you did not contribute. <laughs> it's not part of the sales, man. Yeah. You're not helping yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um, like five billion sales. That's that's incredible. But man, is it just me or do I? Does it feel like every single new, like uh, every single new right PlayStation exclusive that comes out is just like whoa? Like Days Gone was like that. Days Gone was like oh my god! Like it's selling like like that's a good thing. It's mm-hmm. just kind of weird. It's just funny to me that like. Every single one of these games just keeps on breaking the, like the previous exclusives sales. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the big deal with Ghost is that it was placed only four weeks after The Last of Us and still managed to sell yeah. that incredibly well after a couple of delays right before next gen. Like, it did have some stuff stacked against it, I feel, for, for the big numbers that it did bring in. And Days Gone had Joseph St. Cloud. It did. It did. Would be the only reason yes. why that thing breaks from sales records. <laughs> I added Days Gone. I, I have Days Gone in my library now. Not downloaded. You dare but... play that game. Yeah. You dare. We all have to wait game. until Zach plays it. That's fair. On, on PS5 before yes. any of us can even touch it. That That is fair. I have no interest we'll get, in, in we'll touching it, so day. I'm okay with that. Until yeah. Zach comes out and is like, this is the greatest game of all time. You never know. It could be the best game I haven't played yet. <laughs> I don't think so. Probably not. Yeah. Based on the things I've heard. Yeah. Who knows? I have to wait and see. Wait another year. Well, Kev, we should probably get to what we've been playing this week. All right. Let's get to it. Uh, who who wants to start this week? Uh, you guys have had games that you've played together? How, how's uh, how's Ghost going? The the multiplayer with the Legends mode? or We finished yeah, we every story how's mission. Yep. Wow, okay, okay, it's just done. How many were there, eight? <laughs> I think there were eight, Seven. and then there are four survival maps uh, also, which yeah. we've also done all four of. But there is a lot left to do if we want to grind up, uh, and it's really fun, yeah. so we probably will keep playing it. Yeah. And there's different tiers of difficulty, so there's the silver difficulty and the gold difficulty. We've done everything on bronze, mm-hmm. uh, and now we've leveled up enough to where I think we can attempt silver on some of these story missions. Um, it just ups the difficulty significantly, so... We haven't actually attempted it yet. I don't know if we'll be capable of doing it, uh, but I think we could give it a, our best shot. And then for the survival maps, um, 
for some reason, the last one we did was the easiest one, so I don't even know how to scale the difficulty on those. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the yeah, survival's really seems... cool. Yeah. You, you play with four people, and there's, like, these three different zones you basically have to defend, um, and you have to survive 15 waves, and 5, 10, and 15th waves are boss waves, and... Yeah, it's really cool. I, I enjoyed that mode I guess a lot. It was a, a little luck determinant based on the other players that you get, whether or not yeah. they're good or bad. But, you know, it didn't really feel like that big of a difference that the other players made um, when, when we were doing the survival maps. Mm -hmm. um, it felt pretty balanced. Yeah, so the is multiplayer is a lot super, of fun. Super hard raid or, or whatever that is yeah we so basically we're only rank 30 right now based on our equipment and you have to be rank 99 at least to attempt it oh. so we are not even oh, close okay. to being able to attempt that so we're gonna have to we have to attempt these higher yeah tier difficulties to even level up enough to try this raid mm -hmm. so it'll be a while yeah for yeah, sure exactly yeah i think that uh, this uh can carry us to the to monster hunter in march just this this multiplayer mode, I think. It's seeming like it, yeah. It has a lot of content. Like I'm impressed with how many like uh, achievements there are to unlock and stuff. Not like PlayStation achievements, but like in-game stuff and cosmetics to unlock and uh, different, four different gear. Types that yeah, can, four classes yeah. to level up all the way to level twenty. And yeah, they add a new mission every week, which we're still not high enough rank to attempt. But yeah, for a free update after the game came out, like it's I'm super impressed with Ghost of Tsushima Legends. It's super cool. Yeah. I wonder when Last of Us get in that multiplayer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? Haven't heard anything on that since they since they delayed it beyond the launch of yeah. the uh, the base game. Maybe yeah. they're working. I haven't on heard it. anything. <laughs> they just stopped and like, yeah, you know, we're just not going to tell them. Everyone forgot. <laughs> they don't have to work on it. I'd be okay with that. Just work on your next single player game, and I'll be happy. Yeah. Oh, look, we're all waiting for the Sully Trilogy, yes. so if, yeah. if you want to just stop working on, on The Last of Us uh, multiplayer and just work on that, I think <laughs> I we'd all be we'd all be for that. Yep. But speaking of Ghost of Tsushima, Zach, speaking I don't know how you did it. You, Ghost of Tsushima. You were messaging in the chat that we have, just like, I've got the game. I'm like, all right, cool, he's got the game, we can get to hear his thoughts. And then I, I swear, like two days later, he's like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> I sent a what? picture of the game at midnight. I was like, because like, Tsushima, guys. because Logan, it was like, you know, it was a slow burn. You were mm -hmm. like rolling through it at a, at a steady pace. And that was over, oh God, what felt like a month or, or more to like, to yep. slowly get through this. Yeah, game. About two, I played it for about two months. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I'm done. I'm done. How was it? On the last show, I was like 45 minutes into the game. <laughs> and then I, I played a little bit on a different session. And then on my day off, I spent. I think it was like 10 to 12 hours. Um, God. Just almost straight through. I took a couple breaks from food, but it was almost straight through. Um, and when I hit like 10 p.m., I was nearing the end of the game, it felt like. And I was like, okay. And then two hours later, I was like, okay. I think I'm at the final boss. And then, you know, another final boss later, I'm like, okay. Oh, you got to keep going. Game. Yeah. It, it is. Thank you, Logan, for forcing me to play this game. <laughs> for you know, forcing you. I knew I wanted to play it, but I, I, it was going to take me a long time to play it. And after experiencing uh, it, it beat all my expectations. Um, I had pretty good expectations for this game, but it, it met and exceeded all of them. In terms of story, uh, voice acting, even the open world stuff, which it was criticized for, um, I didn't find 
you know, bad at all because although there is a lot of collectibles and stuff like that, they do upgrade your capabilities in terms of gameplay if you do decide to go through with it and it's not, you know, heavy-handed. And when you are going through this open world, it, you, you come across all of these beautiful landscapes and it's it's so varied. Um, in ter- I, didn't, I didn't expect it to be so varied, you know, in such a such a decently sized map, you know, there's snow areas and, and swampy areas and destroyed areas and, you know, mm-hmm. beautiful the sakura blossoms or red fall trees. Like it is insane how many different areas that are in this game. And you really have to stop to take it all in at many different points, but which you did not do. <laughs> no, I, I did. You gotta stop and, and check out this scenery. I beat the game in four hours. You don't need you don't need more than thirty seconds to take in the scenery, okay? Yeah. However, uh. okay, so, there are a, some side missions that did catch my eye. I will go back to do them. I I started off um, I started off doing a lot of stuff, um, and then I got to the point where I was like plowing i just i just went straight that happens literally every game ever like that's just how that's (laughs) just how it goes i feel i feel like this one is more warranted though because you got a you got a couple other games yeah oh yeah either coming out or already out exactly my thought process was i got some stuff i that's coming out i gotta i gotta play yakuza i gotta play spider-man i got all this stuff Mm -hmm. i gotta be ghost of tsushima soon um so i I sat down i I played through the i think most of act one and then all of act two and three in one sitting um <laughs> and the story was my favorite part it was so engrossing i got really attached to Jin, the main character and his mm-hmm. i love him his um his journey and his growth his journey north through through shushima to yeah. stop the mongol invasion it was just so so good you know i didn't know anything about the story going into this game um, and then uh, another huge highlight, I know Logan's brought this up, but the gameplay is incredible. Any gameplay that has like a parry system is just so satisfying because just timing that perfect parry and then getting the counterattacks is, is just one of the most uh, most gratifying things in video games. Mm-hmm. It's just is that little skill right there. Um, and I think Logan can attest to that because I think he likes that a lot too. Oh yeah, it's the and best. And then unlocking <laughs> all of the these stances and then growing your renown to unlock all of these ghost weapons. I mean, there's just so much you can do and it's, it's, uh, it was a little confusing because the multiplayer is laid out slightly differently. Um, so mm-hmm. in my, when I started with the multiplayer in my brain, I had to like switch some stuff around and then the multiplayer spoils some of the, uh, <laughs> some of the equipment you get later in the game. So oh, well. I went into the, I went in knowing some of the stuff that I would get later, but that was fine. Um, and then some of, some really amazing stealth missions in this game. I'm a big fan of stealth in video games, um, and there was this one mission um, that was all st- 100% stealth-based, and it was so good. Um, Logan mm-hmm. knows the mission I'm talking about because I talked about him. I talked with him about it um, because of how how good I thought it was compared to other stealth missions in games. Um, so just that that varied. You know, you don't have to. Um, you don't have to go in and kill everything, um, but you can if you want to. So I, le- I love having the option to do that because sometimes I feel like doing stealth. Sometimes I feel a little murdery, but this game was incredible. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad I got the chance to play it before all this stuff starts to rolling out. Um, yeah. Kevin. Uh, sit on, on your PS4 games list. 
PS4 Do you have an idea of, of where I, you yeah, put it? I made it? I made a list earlier today. I think I put okay, it wow. at 8 or yeah, 7. I think I so. 7. Yeah. All right. Eight. Top 10? No, I, I put it at 8, I think. Yep, you had it at 8. But keep in mind that Zach's top 10 games of all time are all on PS4. <laughs> they're all on playstation what, what a console what a yeah. console yeah <laughs> they're all a few there. remakes in there yeah gotta exactly. have them battle yeah. for bikini bottom gotta have that on there oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah also that's a little tease in, in a in a little while we're actively planning a top 10 ps4 games episode to send off the console now that the ps5 is here so look forward to that we've we've got a list in the works that i think is pretty good probably pretty close to what we'll roll with um, but that's going to be a fun show where we kind of reflect for a for a final time on a lot of the best PS4 games. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be a mm-hmm. lot of fun. So many good games. Yeah. Just be looking at that list and just being like, man, I could put another mm-hmm. like 10, 15 games on there. Yeah, I made. I also made I my top 10 list today, list. literally today, uh, because while I was waiting for my PS5 to show up, I just made my top 10 list of PS4 games. And I'm like, man, it is just, it's so strong. Yeah, so good. Secret Mana. Zach, it's God. <laughs> nope. Oh, I hate that game. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. It's, you know, Sonic Forces is in there. It's so good. Yeah, absolutely. Zach, I assume that's all you played? I mean, besides uh, Monster Hunter. Well, you'd be wrong, because I did play a couple hours of the Dragon Quest Eleven demo. <laughs> You're a cyborg. <laughs> God. Do you not sleep? I... How does it look? <laughs> it didn't look really that different from the original on ps4 i thought it looked fine nothing nothing too bad um it played similarly uh i going into the menu i saw the option for the the uh, 2d mode um <laughs> which looks pretty cool um i haven't given that a chance i can, can you it's try not in the demo in the demo you can in the demo no, I, I, I retract my woo was it locked off i don't know yeah I, you I, at least i don't know about the new demo but in the switch demo and i think it's the exact same demo you could only do 3d you gotta give yeah. us money for the 2d exactly mm-hmm. yeah can't just give it to us but you know i haven't hit really any of the new stuff so far it just feels good to dive back into this game um a game that there, also made my top 10 ps4 games is there really can you access any of the new stuff that early on is is it I, in the I, first I 10 don't. hours because I mean, like if we're talking like, like Persona Five Royal for example, there's barely anything in the first. It's like the same game for the first like ten hours. Or yeah, more. it. I, I think I think you can do some of the new content in the first ten hours, but the okay. but I don't know if it's accessible in the demo. I actually don't think it ah. is because you have to go in two D okay. mode to do it. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that at the end yeah. of the demo, you actually get a little surprise that you're able to carry over into the game when it comes out. I don't know what it is, but I was seeing that circling around twitter so i'm excited to see what that ends up being mm-hmm. yeah god for a second i thought you're gonna be like yeah I, you know i played the 10 hours <laughs> I played all 10 and I, I saw the end and i could transfer my thing over oh man one thing that i was that i asked logan about was if whether or not there was a level cap in the demo turns out there is a level 20 cap oh, in the demo just i was gonna grind it to 99 <laughs> going into the main game but apparently i cannot do that it's like epic setup for a boss, and then it's just like, yeah, it's over. I win. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, uh, nice. What else did I play? Oh my god, yo, this is like the episode where you were gone for like four months, but <laughs> it condensed oh, into a week. Oh uh, yeah. Please stop. It's a Minecraft with my friends. 
Uh, Dear I, God. We started, we started a new server. I built this really cool wizard tower. Um, so how it's set up is you guys don't care. All right, it's whatever. <laughs> um, and that's probably it. And then Monster Hunter with Logan. Nice. And, and, and a little bit of the... We played the new Fall Guys map today oh we did yeah it's a new map yeah i have not been paying attention to fall guys at all so yeah (laughs) a new race yeah it was fun but my interest in that game is mostly gone (laughs) that is i feel the exact same way yeah we we did the new race and then i was like we should we should play something else (laughs) yeah that's not it doesn't bode well it also doesn't bode well for that game that it's starting to drop off of like the sales charts and i feel like less people are talking about it now Mm -hmm. Uh, you've got you've got a bunch of these what among us is the one that's really big right which is way worse than fall guys fall guys is way better than among us (laughs) i don't know that's what i think i mean popularity i feel like for among us the type of game that it is if you have like a certain group of people that that you you mesh really well with and i think it's really good with with streamers that also have that kind of group then i feel like it could be a really good time yeah but for the general majority of people it may not be uh, Mm -hmm. as great as as it seems to be with the right group yeah but hopefully fall guys doesn't just die they're only on season two (laughs) yeah that would be sad i don't think it will they're halfway (laughs) through season two right now yeah got it all right logan what you've been up to beyond uh your your ps5 stuff any other stuff that was happening before the launch yeah i'll keep it brief since i talked about the ps5 for a while but i uh started and finished WarioWare gold uh, which has been on my list for a long time. I mean, Kevin, I think like when you were still in college, I was like on eBay looking for WarioWare Gold. And then I... Yeah. Uh, I, I remember uh, a little while back, a couple of months ago, I sent you like a message where it was like WarioWare Gold's like $15 on Amazon. And it was and gone it was instantly. Up instantly. Yeah. 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 But I got a, a used copy on eBay for I think like 14 bucks. Um, the box is a little beat up, but whatever. But I, I've always loved WarioWare. Smooth moves on Wii, touched, and DIY on DS. I, I love all three of those games. Um, so, yeah, Gold is really cool. It's really fun. I recommend it if you're into Rhythm Heaven or WarioWare at all. Um, the coolest thing it does, it has three different categories of minigames. It has Button, it has Tilt from the WarioWare on Game Boy Advance that supported tilting, and Touch from WarioWare Touched and DIY. And there's a really cool mode called Mashup where it's all three gameplay styles at once. So sometimes you're tilting, sometimes you're touching, and sometimes you're you're tapping the button. And there's a really hard mode where it doesn't even tell you which type it's going to be before the game starts. So you just have to remember from <laughs> playing the games like in the story mode, which oh, it is. And it's like a memory thing. Yeah, okay. it's super frantic and fun. But yeah, it's probably the best WarioWare just because it is an all-star collection and has a ton of different modes. But it's really fun. I recommend it. That inspired me to pick up Game & Wario, on a recent acquisition on the Wii U. That game, Nintendo Land, I love. I think there's a lot of good stuff in Nintendo Land. Game & Wario feels like the Nintendo Land rejects. It's just not as good. Ew. Like, it's the same kind of concept. One person with the gamepad. But instead of the other people having Wii remotes, they have nothing. They just watch the TV. And then oh. interact based on that. And some of them work fine. I only was playing with my girlfriend. I feel like it's better if you have like five or six people in the room playing. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as bad as I kind of had heard it was. Uh, there's there's not much content there, though. And <laughs> yeah, I think it just released at a bad time when it came out, which is why it was hated so much, because it released for 60 bucks in a huge drought for Nintendo, and it was all people had, and it just doesn't have that much content. But it's fine. It's not as good as Nintendo Land. Isn't that kind of where every single Wii U game is situated? Yeah. I 
some of the games obviously have more content, but exactly. they were all released at a time when there was a drought. <laughs> and it was like, oh, there's the next one. Uh-huh. There's, there's the next game. Yeah, so but you, yeah, the difference really is just the, the content. Like when the Zelda remakes yeah. came out or when Mario 3D World or Mario Kart or Smash, like those games are filled with stuff, but Game & Wario is just not. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like Pokken Tournament. Yeah. Like a fine game that just is a better supplementary title than a huge right. tentpole release for the year. Uh, yeah. Were you going to say something else, Kev? Their Ultra Smash is, is horrendous. Yeah. My, my God. Uh, (laughs) next week. Talking about no content. Next week is the five year anniversary of Ultra Smash. Uh, November 20th, 2015. Five years of no one playing that. Five years. Ultra Smash. And on the, on the five year anniversary, uh, Nintendo's releasing Age of Calamity. Uh, to celebrate oh, the five what, what a good celebration yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. in honor yeah. of ultra smash <laughs> and it's five year anniversary here's yeah. age of calamity yeah Man, it's because the wii u was age of calamity for nintendo okay uh and then the <laughs> last thing i've been playing super mario sunshine i have to say i'm having a fantastic time with sunshine i am liking it a heck of a lot more than i thought that i would i don't know what it is i'm just really enjoying the levels um, I haven't really hit a wall with any of the no flood platforming levels. Um, I've been able to get through the, some of those in a few tries. Some have taken longer than others, but I don't know. I'm just really enjoying it. I think it actually does hold up pretty well. Like you just compare the camera control to what oh, happened yeah. to 64. Sure. Like it, it still plays like a modern game. Uh, Super Mario 64 does, or Super Mario Sunshine it still does. looks like a modern game too. Yeah, it looks dang like- good. I mean, there are some parts that don't age well with, like, the physics. The Mm -hmm. physics, I think, is the main thing that doesn't age well. But Mm -hmm. a lot of the other things going on there with the camera and how the game looks and all that, it it has aged remarkably well. Yeah, the music is phenomenal. I mean, I love all the worlds. Like, I just finished the amusement park. I love that place. Peter Park. Yeah, it is so much fun. And I think if you just ignore the blue coins, because you don't need them. Kevin told me you don't need any of them. You just need to beat the seven levels or whatever in each world. Uh, then I'm. I think it's it's just as good as some of the other 3D Mario's. Um, I haven't hit some of the garbage that people really rail that you're, you're game for. You're getting to it because um, you've got. God, I'm, I'm trying to remember the hotel, Hotel Delfino, that area. I have the hotel, and then that. I have Delfino Island and Noki Island, or whatever, or the the two uh, that three that oh, I have P- left. Pianta Pianta Village. Yeah, Pianta Village and Noki Village. Village. Is that what it's called? Oh, and no- Noki Bay. Okay, yeah. Nookie Bay is fine. Nookie Bay doesn't have too much weird stuff going on. There's some, mm-hmm. there's some interesting stuff there, but the hotel and uh, the the village have some have some infamous levels. Oh yeah. So so good luck on that. There's some fun ones in there too, though. So it like the I kind of expect I kept comparing it to Sonic Heroes. I expected the garbage to hit a lot earlier, but I'm like I've completed fully four of the seven worlds I need to, and I've had a great time in all four of them. So yeah, I I think I like it more than sixty four so uh okay yeah we'll we'll see what we'll see if that holds up Mm -hmm. from from these other levels yeah i don't i don't like how much you have to chase shadow mario that gets really annoying well and it doesn't ever change Mm -hmm. it's just the same every time yeah so it's like when you go into that level and you know when it's coming because it's the seventh shine in every single one you're just like i know what i've got to do and then some of those levels last like two seconds yeah you just like annihilate them but it's a lot of fun we'll see i'd like to have it beat by next week but with all the the ps5 stuff i don't know if i'll get around to it but yeah uh yeah i'm i'm having a great time with it and it'll be if i beat that then i will have beat every 3d mario this year well odyssey i didn't beat this year but i played for like 10 hours this year (laughs) um 
So yeah, besides the 3D games, so I've I've played a ton of Super Mario this year, which which is appropriate. Those are good games. Yeah, 35th anniversary. And yeah, and and you got to beat all those games before before they all go away forever, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But before Sun they Spring 2021. They go away forever. <laughs> pleasantly surprised with Sunshine overall, which I expected to not enjoy it that much. Um, but yeah, I I really I, dig I it. hope that I hope that you can get some enjoyment still out of some of the later yeah. shines. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Kevin, we've been talking about great PS4 games. You finally beat another fantastic PS4 game. I did. Star Fox 3D. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get that one out of the way first. Specifically because Star Fox 3D, I don't... At the beginning of this year, I think it was just me and Logan. Yeah. We put together a list of games that we wanted to beat that were kind of in the backlog. I honestly can't remember the other two games because I beat... They were games that I beat this year. And Star Fox uh, 64 3D was the last one that I needed to beat on that list. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I've got some time because I'm still waiting on my package for Yakuza Like a Dragon and Sakuna. So I'm like, why not just plow through this game? You can get through a playthrough of it in like an hour, hour and a half. So I played it and it was fun. I was very bad at it at the start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone was just dying. Slippy's <laughs> over here like, I'm getting hit. And then I'm like trying <laughs> to shoot after him. And he's like, don't hit me. Yeah. Like you're getting in the way. Like, yeah. get out the way. I'm trying to kill these guys. Um, but as I got to the end, I was having a uh, having fun with it. The mm-hmm. uh, the difference between the uh, the land levels, the land level that I got to play, as well as the uh, as the dogfight levels, it was fun to. So you just did one path those. straight through. You didn't do any of yeah. the alternate path. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it may be something that I go back to later. But it was like, oh, you know, I've got an hour to kill. Just like plow through and play through one of the uh, one of the playthroughs. But I do also like that I can go back and be able to play a bunch of different missions because even in my one playthrough I was I had the option at points to pick the main mission and then there's like a submission that you can mm-hmm. go do and you can kind of change how you go through things so I thought that was a really cool design because as it is the the campaign if you're just doing one playthrough isn't is long mm-hmm. hour and a half hour hour and a half and you can just plow through that thing but just playing through that that one time I could tell that if I do want to go back to it in the future there's definitely a lot of content there that I could go and play to make the experience different on a second or third run through to play through these different missions and go on a different path to the, uh, to the final boss. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I really uh, like super or, crazy. I really like star Fox 64. Yeah. I've played the three D yeah. remake also. It's, it's really good. Star Fox zero is not as good. <laughs> Isn't it just like star Fox 64? Just, no, it's, not as good because it has to use the, the game. Pad. It's a lot different. Um, I don't know. I walked away thinking star Fox zero was fine. I didn't think it was bad. I think Zach thought it was bad, but I thought it was fine. It was my introduction into the series, and it's probably the last Star Fox. Play. <laughs> you should probably play Star Fox Guard, though, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, which one of my copies? <laughs> Logan owns 20 of them. Uh, Kev, the, the this sucks. I, I found the list of games that we wanted to beat this year. You are three oh, for three. I... Okay. You beat Bowser's yeah. Inside Story, Star Fox 64, oh, yeah. 3D, and Astral Chain were the three that you wanted Astral to beat. Astral Chain was the other one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I beat uh, Bowser's Inside Story right at the start of the year. Yeah. And then uh, mm-hmm. Astral Chain I beat throughout this year. I am currently 0 for 3. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. <laughs> Partners in Time. Uh, yeah. So the final boss on that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh god of war yeah that's i just gotta god stop even pretending on there uh and then this one i do count we talked about earlier in the year i wanted to beat super pokemon mystery dungeon and then like two weeks later they announced the remake and i beat that instead this year um yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm taking credit for that one but that yeah we should do that again um this yeah. year 
I should yeah. be included this day. Yeah, well, I don't mean, leave the show for multiple months. <laughs> you weren't, you weren't there. So, yeah, uh, so yeah that was the reason just, I picked like, that up. And me asking me what games I wanted. Could have done that. <laughs> we could have. We didn't. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't do that. Yeah. All right. Pick your games. You got, you got a month and a half. But for you, yep. I'm sure that you can just beat three games in your backlog because you just have endless, endless mm-hmm. time. You can just create time for yourself to. to play I do. Games. I do just manifest time. <laughs> it's true. God. Yeah. Um, so yeah, beat that. Uh, before I get to to the the big game that I beat, just play more Forza Horizon Three, and uh, I think it's my favorite racing game of all time, right up there with Burnout Three. Burnout Three has so much nostalgia for me, so that is is hard to top just on that level. Yeah. But in terms of just the game itself, Forza Horizon Three is near perfection. It is so good. Uh, I've I guess I haven't gotten super into to simulation racers, and I think that's why I kind of go to the Horizon games as compared to the regular Forza games or Gran Turismo, because it has a lot of the arcadey elements. But what I do like is that I can hop into a different car, and it feels completely different. Like, I'm driving through in my little roadster, and I can just whip around turns, and it's super fun. And then they put me in big muscle cars for street races in the city, and I'm just slamming into walls <laughs> because the thing's so heavy. Mm-hmm. I like souped up. I souped up a muscle car to make it super fast, and the thing can't handle it. Like it's freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of customization that you can have with the cars and kind of mess around and try and tailor them the right way, but still be able to kind of screw them up if you just put way too much power in them and they don't work right. Uh, so I I really like the the mesh that the Horizon series and Horizon Three has with a simulation style racer in terms of how the cars function and how they work, and a more arcadey style open world racer that you get as well. Uh, the open world is fantastic. I love the setting of Australia, being able to drive on the beaches, going into the jungles. You've got the city sections. You have, like, vineyards and things that you can drive through. The The main map is fantastic. And then, of course, you have the DLC with Blizzard Mountain and the Hot Wheels, which I think are two really cool additions, being yeah. able to go and drive in the snow, which completely changes how you drive. And then Hot Wheels is just stupid, stupid fun. Um, the amount of cars that's in there, all the extra like weird missions that you can do. You have like the regular races, you have the tournaments, you have these like big events where you're racing like a helicopter or a boat or, or a train. You're doing all these like things to get these fans. And then they have just some like side missions where you can uh, just go on joy rides with certain cars and do certain missions and things. The variety of things to do is a bunch of fun. And then, of course, there's a bunch of collectibles. The music is fantastic. The car roster is great, even without some of the DLC cars, which aren't available anymore, which kind of sucks. Um, and that... And it and it hurts that it's not available anymore because it's not like a sports game where it's just a roster update and you're really not missing out on too much if if you're not playing the the old version. But here... I feel like a lot of people are going to be missing out on that map because it is so good. Mm-hmm. And the DLC with Blizzard Mountain and Hot Wheels, like you just can't buy that anymore. And that sucks. And I, I think it's so good. And from what I've heard uh, from people that played Forza Horizon 4, the gameplay itself is better. But a lot of people tend to gravitate towards the map of Forza Horizon 3. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of sucks that it's not available to purchase anymore because <laughs> it's turning into my favorite racing game. Yeah, that is rough. Um, but it's fun. I'm having having a lot of fun with it. The game is really good looking too, despite the fact that it's four plus years old now. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of that, just been waiting for these other games to come out. And then I beat the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yay! I beat that earlier this week. 
was wanting to get through it before the games came out and I was able to do that. And I, I'm very glad that I went into that final section knowing that it was going to be a gauntlet. Yeah. Because I was able to go into these fights and be aware that this was not the final fight. Because I was talking <laughs> to Logan afterwards and he was talking about how one of the fights was like, this is it. And I'm like, yo, there's like four more fights after that. Like, just, yeah. like that's not even the final chapter, let yeah. alone the final fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really good. Uh, it, it did get a little much at the end, and I'm going to be honest, when you got to the very end, I thought it was going to pull a thing where it's like, no, you've got one more final fight because it separates Cloud for the like the final cutscenes. I'm like, no way. Are you going to have me fight him again? Mm-hmm. But just like, just me? But no, it, it didn't there. So I was I was glad that that didn't happen because I was, I was, once that, once the actual final boss happened, I was, I was pretty well and done. Yeah. Um, but man, that last section with the boss fights, with the, um, with the other interlude at the start of the final chapter, like it's just a spectacle from uh, from start to finish for those last two chapters, mm-hmm. and it was it was super fun, and it just I felt like they put in the best boss fights for for the for last. Like oh, I had I think the most so too, fun yeah. with the boss fights mm-hmm. and just the different ways that you need to use the abilities that you've gotten for certain boss fights weaknesses or or just putting together everything that you learned. Um, I don't really want to spoil too much for people who still haven't played it yet because I don't want this to be a spoiler cast. We'll do that later. But I do think that they saved the best for last. And despite it getting a little bit tiring with how many boss fights there are at the end, I thought that with how quality the boss fights actually were, I was able to just get through it and have a bunch of fun mm-hmm. with it. I think knowing is a big difference than when you're like, yeah, I'm ready to finish this thing. Because you always sit down to beat a game and I think it's in your head that this is the last session, right? Like when Zach was yeah. two hours into Ghost and he's like, okay, let's do it. Let's finish this thing right now. And he, and he just played uh, 20 hours straight. But but yeah, that, yeah, that was the thing with me. It's like, okay, I'm ready. I am mentally prepared to wrap up this experience. And it was not, it was not prepared to <laughs> let me do that. No. Nope. Yeah. There was one moment in between the boss fight that Logan thought was the end and the next boss fight that started where I was honest, knowing that there was a boss fight gauntlet, I was honestly surprised at how fast it threw me into another boss fight. Mm-hmm. It was just like, all right, that one's done. That was a bunch of fun. Cutscene, boom, I'm going again. <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, 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 yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was <clears throat> it was really good. Man, that game looks good. Mm-hmm. Game. It's really gorgeous. Just the extra cutscenes that they threw in at the end. Man, this game, this game looks really good. And again, with with the boss fights, it it really showed how good that combat was. With how they they wanted you to use all the combat that you would learn. It's just man, it it really hit me in the final two chapters how good the combat was because I was having to use everything mm-hmm. for the for the boss. Yeah, fights. it's really good, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to part two. Me too. Whenever so good. Seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah, I. God, seventy dollars. It's gonna be seventy dollars. It's gonna be. We're gonna pay for it. <laughs> we are. I'll probably pick it up on launch. We'll have to do some form of uh, of spoiler cast some way or another on uh, on this game. Look forward to that sometime in the near future. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, look forward to my thoughts on Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I should have next week when I do get my hands mm-hmm. on a copy a copy of the game and get to playing that. So look forward to that next week have not been able to play that yet but that's all i've been playing if you guys have any final thoughts before we wrap this up yeah so what's the priority right now for games for you guys like there's there's like 30 games that launched like in this like (laughs) seven day period so what do you guys care about most like your top three well 
I'm going, I think next I'm going into, okay, well, I'm going to finish the Dragon Quest demo. I'm going to play okay. Spider-Man Miles Morales yeah. because it's only like eight hours. Yeah. And then I'm going to do Yakuza Like a Dragon. Nice. And then be ready for Cyberpunk when that comes out? And then play all of Dragon Quest Eleven. And then... <laughs> <laughs> My God. Kev? Uh, yeah, for me, it's Yakuza. I'm getting that first. I'll play through that. And then it will be Sakuna after that, because that's the next game that I have uh, after Yakuza. And then it'll just be trying to to get ready for Cyberpunk in early December. That's what I'm going to try and do, have it be Yakuza, Sakuna, and, and Cyberpunk. Although I feel like Yakuza, I'll play through it and play through a lot of the sub-stories and get through most of that and be and be good with that. But mm-hmm. I feel like Sakuna is going to be a game that I'll play through some of. And then it'll be like a game that I go back to every once in a while and, mm-hmm. and play through and keep on going because it looks like a slow burn type of game. So I could see that being kind of at the same time as Cyberpunk when I am not feeling like playing Cyberpunk or yeah. something or I want something different. I totally forgot to mention I, I'm still playing Pikmin 3. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm almost done with that. that. Yeah, I'm playing <laughs> that with my sister. So I, I kind of just forgotten about it since I'm doing it with somebody. But yeah, I'm almost done with that. So I'm hoping to be done with that and Sunshine by the time I sit down next week on the show. We'll see what happens. Uh, and then, I think the only game that hasn't launched yet I'm still picking up is Hyrule Warriors. Uh, yeah, yeah. Next Friday. Super excited for that one. But, next God. Friday, jeez. Yeah. Just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I've been paying attention to that. Yeah, I feel like this Ooh. this console launch came quick. Like It did, yeah. Yeah, it was fast. But... Yeah, yeah, Sunshine. I'm I'm playing a GameCube game is what I'm playing uh, right now. And a Wii U port. And a or not Wii a port, U a game. Wii U game. Yep. On oh, just the Wii, a Wii U game. Yeah, a Wii U <laughs> game and a bunch of PS5 stuff. And then when everything is wrapped up, I I've been really I've been itching to play Yakuza Zero again, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. I look forward to, to hearing your thoughts when you finally get around to that. I think that could be like my like a, G, a good January game, like when there's a lull in new releases. Uh, pop pop that sucker back in. We'll see where I, how I feel in yeah. two months. Your goal for 2021. It's a good January game because it, didn't it come out in January? It did, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yakuza Zero, yeah. That's why it's a good January game. Maybe. Mm-hmm. January, oh, it was yeah. January, so that makes sense. <laughs> All right, but that is going to do it for us on this week's episode of Odie Games. Like we mentioned at the start, we have a video podcast now. This is episode... Oh, man, I'm already losing count. Three, I believe it's... Three. This is so three, four. 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 Mm-hmm. Three or yes. four. It's episode four. I've been on, so... I was two on two of them before. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already losing track. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is episode four of the video podcast. You can find that on our YouTube page, Odie Games. So if you want to see Logan's PS5, or uh, his hatred of the uh, PS5 box uh, design that he shows on camera, uh, you can uh, uh, you can listen to that on the uh, <laughs> on the video version play. of the podcast. We're also still audio version as well on whatever podcast streaming service that you may use, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. We're still on there as well. You can listen to us on, on our website as well, odegames.com. Find us on Twitter at odegames. You can find us on Twitch at Games as well. Send an email to odegamescast at gmail.com. We're just everywhere. I'm Kevin. Yeah, we're everywhere. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.